Blog Talk Radio. some more trouble like we did two weeks ago, right? Same crew. We were very well behaved. Not we exactly. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's our Chai and Mezza person now telling us that we were well behaved. <laughs> right. So, and we have we have two. We also have somebody new with us uh, for the week. Bon, bon Betu. Hi, hey, Bon. Everybody. Hi. See, I told you you'd talk. <laughs> <laughs> So, lots going on as usual. Um, North Korea is, is happening. Uh, we, we've got some things going on in the community. Uh, I'll touch on that in a minute. Um, we got a Trumpster, our, our main uh, Trump store. Steve, what's what's Trump's latest venture? Oh, he had to Steve. Oh. Okay. Trump. What's Trump's latest venture? No venture. No venture. venture. Yeah. What's going making on in the world America of great again? Got the anointed one part. Yeah, he is the uh, he is the anointed one, right, Steve? Yeah, Steve. Walked away again. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> in the community, um, lots been going on. There's there are you know liberal factions um, that are you know there are some some people within the community who are going to be running for the Democratic office next year. Um, I think they're going for state rep or or congressman. I don't recall which. And um, they're hardcore lib, uh, Democrat, and they and some of their cohorts uh, are, you know, very subtly uh, anti-church. They're not, they're not overly fond of the church. They're not overly fond of our priests. They've openly, um, they've openly gone at it with them on Facebook, on social media. You know, they've tried to, to down-talk them, to very subtly degrade them. And um, so they're trying to build their own following um, you know, and, and get them to, to drift away from the church. So 
you know, of course, we know that the Chaldean community has always, you know, um, centrally, the church is pretty central to the community. I mean, whether most people go or not, it doesn't matter. The church is still the central, you know, it's the central figure of the community. It's a central organization. Um, you know, most of our, most of our principles, most of our beliefs, most of our, even our decisions, um, you know, are, are church-oriented, they're church-based. So, you know, next year when, when these, uh, this guy runs for, Demo- you know, the Democratic office, um, I, I would be careful if I was him because I don't know if he's going to get the support that he's looking for, you know. So I don't, I don't know that it, it's wise to get out there and to, to support people who are attacking the church, and that's, that's what he's doing. And, <clears throat> again, like I said, I don't, I don't think that's a wise decision uh, politically. You know, not to mention the fact that why do you hate the church so much anyway, you know, because you think that's they're... That's what I was going to ask. What's the problem with the church? You know, like he, he claims that they're too political. Uh, he and his cohorts claim that they're too political. Um, <clears throat> Wait a minute, hold on. Let me get this straight. A politician claiming that somebody's too political? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Hold on one sec. Yeah. So uh, supposedly the church should stay out of telling you who to vote for and who not to vote for. So that's that's their whole – that's part of their whole deal. You know? So. What are you guys talking about? Oh, no. Steve's making sure all of our microphones work. Can you hear me, Steve? Can you hear everybody? Hello. It has to be pertinent. <laughs> so, I'm all for the church. You're all for the church? Sure. Yeah. I, Wait, I aren't am. politicians supposed to pander to everybody anyway? Why would they want to go against anybody? Usually they just, wherever they're standing, they just go, oh, yeah, of course I agree with this. Then they go to the next place and go, no, I completely disagree with that, depending on the crowd they're with, right? Exactly. I do have a question, though. Do you think that the church um, should encourage its patrons to um, vote one way or the other? Yes. You do? I think they – Heck yeah. Yes, and I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, I don't think so. Because because, uh, it is is a legitimate question, but here's the thing. If if one candidate supports or or backs up principles that are against what the church stands for and believes in, why wouldn't they say – Vote for somebody or vote, don't vote for somebody. But uh, actually, um, I thought that they could lose their nonprofit status. Yeah, Trump changed that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep, they can actually. That's because. We're making America great again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I do think the church should definitely encourage uh, one way or the other. You know, but it's funny because um, prior to the prior to the election, um, one of our priests, Father Anthony, was was at the a Trump rally when, when he was here. And, you know, he was there and he was giving his blessing to him, you know. And so somebody tried to um, try to make it look like he was being biased and he was, you know, deliberately, deliberately doing that. And, oh, vote for father, vote for uh, Donald Trump and, and et cetera, et cetera. When he wasn't, you know, I, I actually talked to Father Anthony personally, and he said, Omar, he said, I was there at the rally. He said, I gave the man my blessing. He said, if Hillary was there and I was there at the rally, I would have given Hillary my blessing. No more, no less. Does that have anything to do with who, I'm, who I would vote for? He said, no. He said, that's just what it was at that moment. 
He said he was there. I was there. I gave him my, my blessing. And he said if Hillary, you know, like I said, if Hillary was there, it would have been the same thing. I th- okay. Go ahead. I think they also drew it out of us, out of the church, because uh, let's face it, when you have an administration that's finding the little sisters of mercy every day of the week for not having contraception in their health care plan, I think you start to form uh, a little, you know, are you going to get some opposition? And because the church was basically neutral before, they never really told you. They never even brought it up in a homily until now. But after all the stuff that happened in the last administration, the, uh, you know, as far as things with ISIS and, you know, all these, there was nothing to help the Christians out in Iraq. There was so many things that went the opposite way that I think they just had enough. Yeah, well, that, that too. I mean, you know, so it comes to a point where you say, okay, enough is enough, and I'm not going to stay quiet. You know, back to that old cliche saying, um, evil triumphs when good men do nothing. So they got sick of it. You know, like you were saying, Mark, the whole Iraq thing, they got sick of it. And they said it's this time we stepped in and, you know, encouraged people in one way or the other. But I, I think that's a really hor- – I'm not just trying to be a naysayer, and this is Matthew Kent, the Jewish guy again. So um, I think that's a horrible idea, and I'll give you an example why. Wait, what's a horrible idea? To um, have the church enter into a political forum. In, 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 yes, correct. Because, uh, because Do they do that at Shul? Not necessarily overtly. They do. Your mom told me they do. Survey says. <laughs> okay, so so, so that makes so that makes too. it so. So um, <clears throat> there's a few there's two reasons, but one I the first example would be um, I believe it was in the 30s. Father Coglin at the Shrine of the Little Flower, mm-hmm. um, basically in a nutshell, was a uh, Nazi sympathizer and was supporting the movement going on in Europe and he had a radio show. Anytime you I mean no matter what your viewpoint is if you have people from a certain community you're going to end up alienating half of your congregation. I think the bigger problem actually you do bring up a good point. There is the on the flip side I think the bigger danger even than that is the financial part of it. You could get a lot of bribes happening. We'll say hey well you know what I'll donate a million dollars to the church you guys, behind the scenes, you guys support this candidate. That's an absolute possibility. It could turn into just uh, like a political, typical political arena. But also, though, you're saying in the, in the 30s, right, Matthew? I, I'm not 100% positive. But it was but... earlier in the, in the 1900s or in that century, correct? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I, th- I, think, I think that um, a lot of religions and or just like okay, let's say the Catholic organization, we're not focusing on other religions, but I think it's come a long way in terms of that that kind of stuff, um, especially with like popes like Pope John Paul II uh, and whatnot. So I just think it's it's a much different time frame today than it was back then for the church to do what they're doing now. You know what I mean? Well, here's I, my question, Omar. Sorry um, to cut you off. What if the church had, and I don't even know if they persuaded people to vote a certain way. Did they really? Or I never heard anyone say. They actually did not. I mean, okay. I mean, all they I, said is follow your conscience and do what you what you think. You know, go with the the representative that sounds to you like they're more representing representing uh, of of the yeah. church and its principles. Okay. They didn't say get out there and say vote for Donald Trump. 
Now, let me ask you this. Had it been the other way around, they would have, uh, say, um, uh, asked people to vote the other party. Do you think they would be complaining? Yes, because the principles of the other side are not aligned are aligned less. I'm not going to say anybody. No, no, what she, no, no, no. What I'm she's saying about the people saying, running. If they told you to vote Democrat, yeah. would you get mad? But yeah. listen to what I'm about to say. Okay. They wouldn't do it because the Democratic Party believes, you know, the, that's the more liberal organization that believes in abortion, that believes in these are core values of the Catholic Church, which is the reason that I don't believe that the church would ever support them in any situation. Um, I think they went against uh, George Bush because of what he did to Iraq because of the war. But that was an aberration that they went against somebody who, you know, that was pro-life. But I don't think in general that it would go to – I don't think a priest would – So you're saying it's not, cause it's not, it shouldn't even be considered theoretically because of the whole principle thing. Well, if the Catholic Church is against gay marriage and against abortion and against these things, I don't believe that. Yeah, it could they never would, happen. Yeah, I don't think they'd – I don't think they could push – the Democratic Party and actually get away with it without way more criticism than right. Than, I'm uh, talking about like within our community. Had our church swayed the other party, would these polit- running potential political you know candidates be complaining? But I don't even know what you guys are talking about. The 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 Pope is an entirely left wing animal. <laughs> he 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 is he's like every, pick a pick a topic. Uh, he sure today is. he's a left winger, so he doesn't support any of the values totally that you guys. He's against abortion. Totally. He's pro-life. Even just take he's that a, one. That's, a, that's like that's a core a value. Yeah. He is a socialist. The guy has but, a, a long socialist background. But just take that a conspiracy. one. No, no, I'm just saying. But take that one core. There are particular core values like socialism. You could take it or leave it, right? The, the theory in socialism is that oh, work for the machine. It's great in theory, which. Socialism is basically communism anyway, right? Same thing. Socialism well, communism communism. is a form of socialism. It's a form of socialism. Same, same exact thing where they, they say nice words, right? So in theory, the Pope hears everybody work for the, for the machine and help the other people and help the greater good. Help the greater good sounds great in theory but doesn't work in a practical sense. But abortion is a core value. Uh, that, you know, pro-life is a core value of the church. That's why I feel like even though the Pope is a socialist, he's a left-winger, he's a be-all, love-all guy. But by the way, I do love the fact that he said your dog will be in heaven waiting for you. I agree. He didn't say that. <laughs> he actually didn't say that. Yeah, he didn't. No, he, it was skewed by the media. Oh, it was skewed? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Just let me believe it, man. Leave me alone. Let me be happy that my dog might be there. But wait, 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 Does that mean my cat will be there, too? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cats don't go to heaven. Oh. Oh. Wait, wait a second. I don't know. I don't understand how you gloss over the um, the the various forms of socialism are responsible for 120 million murders during the 20th century. It never ends well. There's no way you can just gloss over. It doesn't. Say, but you're, I'm saying that the words of listen. Why does everybody go insane when somebody says Nazi and then they go when you say socialist? They're like, oh, well, it's not bad. Socialism's great. It's, it's like the same. Who, who's it's everybody? the same. I don't know. Right. Why does the general public, no, all, he's, the he's media, the, the general, general he's, and he's right. The general people, public but, views it as a positive thing. That's why they say, "Oh, yeah. Scandinavia is the happiest country in the world." Right, they we do. need, yeah, but no, they, they don't tell you that they're as an high, example. But they're the, on the highest number of antidepressants in the world, so that kind of ruins that figure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, it's just a nice way of saying things. So the Pope has to say, of course. Oh, but well, so, so let me ask you something, Matthew. Why do you call him a left winger? Give me some examples. Because 
I mean, he's talked about gay, you know, gays, and he's talked about divorce and whatnot. But he's also talked about climate change. Mm-hmm. If you research his his uh, entire background, it's all riddled with socialism. I mean, I don't. I'm not a Catholic, so I. I, I mean, I don't study him. But this is like there's no conspiracy element to this broad stroke that I'm making. Do do the research. The guy's a socialist. Period. He's a socialist. He's in, uh, you name. Did you hear that, Omar? He threw that on you. You asked him a question. Come up with evidence. He said, "Omar, do the research." Well, no, no. But, but wait a minute. You're supposed to supply the facts the, here. The prince, the principles, the principles that he he addresses. He still abides by the church's position on him. So, what does climate change have to do with religion? You want to talk about um, uh, an issue that's completely driven politically and financially and from financial gains. Well, I don't understand. Like, what does that have to do with anything that has to do but with But these are still, these are still great. Like climate change means nothing to Catholicism. These are all gray area items. These are like in their gray area, but he's, he's still against gay marriage and he's still against abortion, which are core values. Gray area, like climate change. And you know, like some of the other things, there's still a gray area. I believe. How, wait a minute. Area. How is it a good, it's a gray area if you get if, if the church? because there's no proof either way there's no proof of climate change or not having climate change i mean right. al, al gore can say there is i can say there's not but at the end of the day nobody can prove there is or isn't yeah but when you're doing i agree with matthew i it's kind of like part of globalism the if, whole climate change if if you are if you're supporting these ideas then you're supporting things like what George Bush did with the incandescent light bulb ban you're supporting carbon taxes so you, like all these things that you're glossing over you can't gloss over them because they ultimately will affect your life whether you're a catholic or not here's the thing you're never going to agree with every single position with everybody so pick your battles i just feel like that you need to i think the pope picks his battles where he says all right we we're pro life we don't believe in gay marriage. The core values. That's why. Yeah, but I I, I agree with him on those. If if are we certain that he's um, anti-gay marriage? Absolutely, absolutely, okay. absolutely. Well, I agree with him on those two issues, but the, but they're not really that high in terms of the hierarchy of the important issues. To me personally, they don't ra- they don't rank that high. I'm not a one issue voter. Yeah, but we're ta- we're talking about the church. So, so you're talking specifically about the church and yeah. its principles. And it's yeah, but you're, talk, yeah, but you're talking so, about how it relates to politicians, whether or not um, the church should take uh, positions, which ultimately, like I said, potentially alienate half of their parishioners. parishioners. Thank you. I don't think it will alienate their parishioners, to be honest with you. For, no, I don't, I don't think so either. I don't think so because, again, the, when they're aligning with, with particular values, core values, <clears throat> they're not going to – change their mind i mean there are always going to be you know look you go into the state of massachusetts you know it's like just consider this if you go into particular neighborhoods and because of the the ethnicities you're going to get particular voters right you go into one neighborhood 95 percent will vote democrat you go to the next one 95 percent will vote republican so you in in the church you might get you know 90 percent is going to vote whatever republican or whatever it might be they're, they're going to be but oddly you are correct about one thing there are a lot of liberal priests out there in general uh but not as many in the chaldean church i will say that not as many in our church as like if you go to some of the other churches i've been to 
The priests are much more liberal and more open to things. In our church, they are not. So that's why I don't feel like they're going to lose people. But they're, So are we specifically talking about the Chaldean portion yeah. of yes. the Catholic Absolutely, Church? Yes. Okay. But you have, at least, at least with the, the millennial ilk, you have uh, a significant uh, liberal population as well. Absolutely, because when you're indoctrinated in school, yeah. in schools, and even your yeah professors, uh, you know, will give you a bad grade if you say anything that's against their uh, liberal agenda, or and they've been indoctrinated with so many things. Yeah, you're correct. After but how 10, are you going to bring? How are you going to bring these people to the church and make them see the light if you're taking a stand politically through the church? This is the funny part. As things have gotten more liberal. The church has gotten more conservative, and the the parents, because they're seeing what's going on, have raised their their kids actually more conservative. And I'm going to give you an example. When I was growing up, the church was full of – I mean, I'm a lot older than the rest of you. I'm 49. Not true. Not true. Anyway, so anyway, when I – Not true. So when I was growing up, there was most – church was mostly older people. It was mostly older people and not a lot of kids. I'll never forget the bishop one time during a mass – said, you know, we've been in America so many years is we haven't had a priest come out of our church. And you know, he said, every time when we, when we baptize a child, we do a special prayer that one of the boys will become a priest. Aww. It's been however many years, 20, 30 years, we have not had yeah. one priest come out. But now well, we do. Oh, we have yeah. so many now. Yeah. It's like exploding. They take well, up a special collection for the seminary. A lot too. They've, you know, become more modern, I think, or more. Than, I remember going to church when we first came here. It was chaos. It was like there was no organization. So they've become more organized, more modern, more... Well, I think we could really thank, well, now Bishop Francis, but Father Frank. When Father Frank came here, um, before that, the the relationship between clergy Mm -hmm. and patron was was very formal, right? Hello, Obuna, this, that, it was all very formal. Now, he came out with a completely different way of being your friend, talking to you, joking around with you. And that started the whole trend of people, and he was young. And so people were like, wow, it's kind of cool, a young guy yeah, who's a priest. Right around, I think Father, or Bishop Francis is right around our age. Yeah, yeah he's. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we appreciate your comments. 424-675-6806. 424-675-6806. But yeah, the bishop, def- I mean, uh, Father Frank, before he became bishop, I mean, he was a huge influence on that. So that's my point that even though they've been brought up liberal, now that parents are seeing how liberal the schools are. I've actually clamped down on their kids, and we got more priests than ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. And the younger priests are doing a great job in drawing the youth back into the church. Yeah, they have been. You know, um, they're, they're very active. Um, you know, they, they pretty much, you know, act like your friend. Yep. Not act, but you know what I mean. They're, they're your friend. They're not just, hey, do this and do that. You know, they'll come, they'll chill, chill with you, they'll talk with you. And, again, that started with Father Frank, too. Yep. You know, I mean, Father Frank... And I became friends, and believe it or not, he initiated the friendship. You know, um, I remember one day, um, he was at my sister's house, and he just came up to me, and, you know, we, were, we talked for a while there, and he said, let's hang out sometime. I'm like, wow, man, you know, that's cool. And so, you know, we, after that, we, we'd start hanging out once in a while. You know, we'd go out to lunch, we'd hang out and just talk, you know, talk just like friends do. So, um, I taught him guitar. I was a guitar <laughs> teacher, and yeah, and then... And plus, I got him into Jimi Hendrix. He loves Jimi Hendrix because of me, so I take credit for that. Well, I met Father Anthony at the bar. <laughs> I did. No, it was at Pizza Play. We had a, a 
a donate, you know, a fundraiser yeah. for back home. So he's good friends with my sister and her husband. Was that recent? Uh, it was no, you know, three years ago, a couple okay. years ago. Father we were, Anthony's in my music video. That when you're is? watching at the end, he comes in. Yeah, because the vi- the video <laughs> is about so the video is actually about uh, this. It's the lead singer from Santana's band who, mm. in his personal life, struggled with alcoholism. Oh. The song is written as it talks about you know basically the story of the struggle that people have addictions. Uh, you know, have a hard time facing the world. And at the end, Father Anthony's in there showing that if you come to the church, if you, you know, if you come to church, church yeah. you can, you know, with God, you can straighten out your life. Right. Yeah, it's, it's you know, they've done great. So um, these these other guys, this other faction, these other guys that are trying to pull people away and stuff, it's um, it's just... Yeah, but do you really think that's going to work? No, there's no, no way. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No, people, it won't work. No, it's not going to work. People are ultimately going to do what they want to do. You can say and, you know, people can have their opinion and, and, and try to sway a person one way or the other. But ultimately, people are going to do what they believe in. That's right. Exactly. And since the church is so centripetal, you know, within the community, they're just going to follow the church. Yeah, they're not going to. Nobody's going to vote. I mean, not in the, the Chaldeans. Maybe 5% will vote yeah. for them. If they're against the church and they're dogging the church, forget about it, man. You do not want the church against you. <laughs> and there's well, no, I mean, well general, and there's no reason. No, and and really, I vote for him because of that. No, there's absolutely yeah. no reason the church has not done anything wrong to its people. Exactly. The Chaldean church is, you know, has always been good to its its parishioners. So exactly. There's no reason for people to say, oh well, you know, this person thinks I should go against the church, so I'm going to do that. No, the church has never given us a reason. We're on Facebook Live. So anybody want to wave hello to our audience? <laughs> right? wave hello. Omar's looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, you know, well, that's more more is going to come out as as the election year comes up next year, and we'll definitely touch up on that subject more. Yeah, it'll know? be interesting to see how. Well, they're, they're not out. getting my vote, that's for sure. So. Oh, they're not getting my vote either. Who's not getting your vote? Those um, the Democrats the who are running Rats. next year, the Chaldean Rats. Democrats. The if their message was okay, they'd have a lot more success. Exactly. <laughs> their message sucks. <laughs> One of them told me a couple of weeks ago that I'm full of hate. Oh, it's okay. I get called racist, white supremacist, fascist all day long. Blah, 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 Trump's deporting Chaldeans. Blah, 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 Trump's deporting Chaldeans. I mean, come on. Exactly. Matthew, what do you think about that? Uh, deportation? <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. Well, <laughs> third generation. Oh no. We have already enough division going on in our lives right now. I mean, we talked about that last last time. I just think everything should be just on a case by case basis. Yeah, you, it's hard to judge any one of them because everything's different. Some people haven't really done anything significant, so, you know, maybe they they stay and people that have done, you know. Well, that's like that. What is it? That, uh, is it DACA, DACA, whatever it stands oh, for? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah, were about yeah. That today. The, the whatever. Um, I don't know enough about it's a big it. dilemma. Yeah, it's a huge dilemma. I guess. Uh, but this morning, everyone became an expert. I don't, I don't, <laughs> and I don't claim to be an expert, but just from what yeah. the little that I have read, um, well, there's certain points about it. You know, you have to go point by point. 
And, um, you know, the whole thing initially was unconstitutional. Yeah. So whatever mess we're in now, it's, it's, it's definitely a dilemma. I mean, you cannot be a human and not have feelings of for this, about this. But I'm totally for the decision because it was unconstitutional and um, it hurts Americans. You know, American kids have our dreamers, too. They didn't, it's not their fault that they were born here. Who decided to call these people dreamers anyway? Obama. Obama. Oh. Okay. So, and, and then they, the Congress did go against it. It went against it, but yeah, he, he illegally, exactly, he yeah. illegally. What exactly is, I don't even understand, what is that law exactly? It's, okay, if you're a child uh-huh. of an illegal uh, alien, because I don't here? think they're immigrants. I, yeah, or they brought them on the so boat they, with them. So, so no, no, so, no, 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 no. I think when you're born no. here, you're automatically a yeah. citizen. So what happens is the parents who came here illegally mm-hmm. with their young children, so they could yeah. have been anywhere between, you know, so now they're in their infants, right, infants to toddlers, they came along with them, with their parents illegally. Yeah. So there was a, um, Oba- our, uh, I think Obama 14. Yeah. yeah, he signed an executive order saying. Giving that, them amnesty. Yeah. To the parents. To the, to the no, kids. to the dreamers, the kids. Yeah. So they could stay here. But the parents had to go. No, I, I don't know if the, I don't. He I, didn't let anybody go. I mean, they're all here. But and the weird part is, is if if you know, and it, that is a difficult situation. It's because very now difficult. these kids have been here thirty years. You uh-huh. can't tell them to leave. I mean, that's the Why hard not? part. But they are. Why not? Yeah, but Matthew, I mean, yeah, I mean, you There's have no to have, what? Matthew, you, you have to have the, some compassion. But they came here when they were infants or they were toddlers. This is their home. So but they're they going to leave taking away your kids' dreams. I mean, this is, that's what I, I was trying to make bullet points. First no, of all, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with him repealing yeah. or doing whatever he's doing with that. But again, I think it should be. This is another situation where it should be a case by case situation. Well, you there's 800,000 of them. And so the point is, if we say yes to DACA, then tomorrow it's GACA, and then it's SACA, and then it's, there's always going to be something else. So you have to cut it. I mean, we already have such a huge problem in this country because of illegal aliens. Why have laws need at to all? to end it somewhere. Why have a law? Not I'm not saying Why have a law? Just have, law? just have gray areas in everything. And just just law, forget law about law. basically law. is gray area. <laughs> yeah, law is all gray area. Not, law I mean, is not, not really. all gray area. Oh, man. It's it's full of Let me tell you. Listen, what's every attorney's first two words when you ask him a question? It depends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you... Ha- I under no, I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing with him saying, okay, no, this has to. But how is it going to be so? Like, how do you just take someone who's been here 20 years, their whole entire life, and say to them, well, he's but not you make, doing but, it right away. He's I understand that. I'm just saying. So. I'm just saying. Shouldn't there be some sort of? And Helen, so here's another say, thing. These kids have been here, or they're not kids anymore. They're adults. They've been here for a long time, and I'm noticing comments on Facebook where a lot of people are saying, my son is dating such and such, and she was brought here illegally, but she is applying for her citizenship. Okay, so yeah, these people can you, cost us if, more money okay, than so they're can you apply? Can you apply for citizenship if you come into the country illegally? And here's another thing, Helen. Hang on, hang on. Let me make one more point. These people, a lot of these people are 
criminals as well. There's a lot of them in gangs. And when you see them protesting on television, they're carrying other country flags and dissing this country and Americans. Now that, I just... Yeah, then uh, find them back. Sure yeah, I'm well, sorry. Okay. I mean, they're no, so yes. that they appreciate... Matthew, you know I'm 100% American first and foremost. You know but how you I make the same that. argument for deportees. This guy committed a crime 20 years ago. Where does do it, it where does it end? You have to end Where it does now. it end? Either you do it, it the right way or you don't. There are laws for reasons. Laws do exist. Doesn't matter and how I, And I don't how, disagree um, with that. How lawyers I don't disagree with that. But I think that Obama's fault. You're right. I absolutely I'm sorry. I, I agree He's with the one that. who should be taking the heat, not President Trump. Because that should have never been exactly. I know. I saw a post today. It was funny. It was cute. Actually, I posted it. I think. What was the post? It was. I can't remember. It was, oh. it was like this is what I learned from mainstream media today. Wearing heels is evil. What? Blah blah blah. You know, it was just like the stupid things they say on mainstream media. Mainstream media is disgusting. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, they're liars. They but, hate you. But. How about the, uh, the liberals in the community attacking the priests? What do you, how do you feel about that? Oh, I mean, it's, uh, it's disgusting. Uh, you know, I saw I saw one guy go at it with Father Brian a few weeks ago. Wasn't that horrible? It was disgusting. Unbelievable. Disgusting. Did you see that? Did you see that, Bon? No, I didn't. Helen? Um, no. I, I, I think I did see it. it yeah. Was, it, you know, it, it's... In if person, he, like did he approach No, him? it was on social media. No, no, it was, media. On, it was, it was on social media. I think um, Father Brian was in an article by um, was it who was it? Uh, hang on, I don't know. who was it? Steve, that article that quoted him. Uh, it was an I, I don't remember which article it was and, and who wrote it. Um, <clears throat> and they quoted him, and you know he said we don't regret, um, we don't regret that people, you know, despite what's going on with the deportees, we don't regret. That people um, voted for Trump because he's closer to the principles of the church, yeah. and so because he said that, you know, uh, somebody yeah, decided, someone atta- yeah, someone decided to get him. on there and attack him. It was it was completely. <laughs> but the best, but the best is when he when Father Brian responded, the other guy turned around and made himself the victim. You know. Of course. They always do. Yeah. Well, that's not exactly, that's not, that probably was handled poorly. I think that if you have an issue with the priest that you might want to go and talk to him in person, um, that's not a place. Social media is not a place. They stopped calling him Father Brian. They were just referring to him as Brian. Yeah, that's that's not nice. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not. You know, it's it, it's it's not nice. I mean, it, it's kind of like the same thing where you know you respect your elder, you know, respecting your elders. It's the same idea. You know, you have to respect the church clergy. You don't, you know, you just don't do that. It's inappropriate, whether you agree or disagree with them. And if you have, you no, know, if you have an issue, you should take it up directly with that person, especially with a priest. You know, regardless of one of our political affiliation, we stood by the church. Just because you're a Democrat, you don't. Just Want to believe Pelosi and Schumer and the rest of these nutbags? You don't hey, I, I, your, your church. I didn't vote for Trump, and I don't have a problem with the church. That's what I'm saying. These people are dissing the church because they like Trump. Wow, says a lot. 
Yeah, and one guy, one of their one of their guys was messaging me privately, and he was telling me, well, you know, uh, Ryan dissed this guy, and and he called. He said he's not Catholic. I said, hold on a second. I read what he said. Okay, I said nowhere did he imply that this person is not Catholic. He was questioning, you know, or he was saying if you are Catholic, you should know this, this, and that. That's all he said. He didn't tell me you're not Catholic. He goes, well, he's, you, it's it's clear by his implications. I said, really? Then it's clear by by your boy's implications that he's he's trying to degrade a priest, and you're tr- and you're trying to to uh to say that he's not. I said, if you want to talk about implications, go reread your boy's statement. It was full of arrogance. It was full of condescension. You know. It Have was, you guys noticed that they've kind of lost their whole ethical? I don't know how to put it. Oh, yeah. Like when you argue yeah. with these people, I I feel like they have no more no morals or ethics anymore. It's like out the window. Oh, I don't know. No, you're a racist. And here's the best part. I'm a Nazi. I, I, wait, hold on. I'm a I'm a Nazi and I'm dating a Jewish guy. Of course you are. <laughs> Come on. And here's the best part. When you disagree, when you disagree with them, first off you're a hater, and then second of all, second off some of them block you because they can't. They want to dish out the heat, oh, but yeah. they can't take they it. Can't take it. Yep. Now, you know? here's my favorite. Here's my favorite. Well, what makes you an expert? I have this and this and that, and I have this degree and that degree, and, blah, blah, blah. and then I stop and say, okay, well, instead of calling me names and labeling me, why don't you share your knowledge? I even offered to PM me, private message me. I, maybe I could, we could learn from each other. Boom, gone. Yep. They're done. Yeah, of course, because you, they don't have an argument. Them. They don't have an argument. They don't. So they, the, re- they resort names, to they name label calling. you and they <laughs> try to degrade, you know. Racist. Okay. Yep. Racist, hater. Yeah, play it. You know. Everyone's a racist. And a hater. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Oh man. Yeah. You're a hater, you're a racist, you know. Well, liberals, left wingers are probably the least tolerant people around. Yeah. But they pretend right. to be otherwise. That's the funny thing. Yeah. They they have this incredible way of turning the tape, you know, turning everything that they are guilty of against you and making you like the guilty. They're party. very tolerant as long as you agree with them. True. <laughs> My sister-in-law Margaret said they need to have a degree in integrity and respect. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Trump would have his doctorate in it. What's it? There he is. <laughs> JB in the house. There he is. Junior, hey, come grab a chair. <laughs> so Junior just, uh, Jr. just uh, joined the show. He's gonna, he's gonna try to stir the pot, right? Uh oh. All set. All set. He's on vacation tonight. All right. He's on standby, right? So yeah, it's uh, it's it's you know, it's pretty disgusting. And what else is going on? What else is going on? What about hurricane, uh, hurricane, hurricane Her- uh, Harvey? No. no, that's the name of the show. Is Hurricane, Her- hurricane Harvey? What? Yeah. Isn't that wasn't that Trump's fault? Oh yeah. That yeah. How about Hurricane Irma is coming up now? That's Trump's fault too. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you hear about it? Yeah, it's supposed to be bad. I feel. Really yeah, they said it's just. Is a hurricane hit Miami now? Yeah. No, it's coming. Hitting. It's about. It's supposed to hit Florida. Where? Miami? I'm not sure Category what area. Five Category 5. Oh, wow. It's escalated. Right. People are being told to yeah. evacuate in certain areas. I'm not sure. My my friend that lives in Naples said, I don't know if she's been. She's evacuating, but 
You know, I used to complain about Michigan winters, but I don't think I I'm going to complain anymore. Yeah. Oh, no, no. We're not going to have any more bad winters. Those days are long change. gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only it was true. Yeah, what happened to global warming? It used to be global warming. Now it's climate change. Oh, yeah. so, so, Matthew, do you believe in climate change? No, not at all. I so, think it's completely motivated by propaganda. So it's so it's just natural, cyclical. You think it's, everything is just cyclical? Yeah, I don't think that. Uh, no, the dinosaurs died from smoking, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was methane. Too much farting. <laughs> too much what? Farting. Oh, gas. Yeah. <laughs> That's a misnomer that all the scientists are in agreement. They're not. Um, and all these predictions that Al Gore made and made zillions of dollars off of, none of them came true. You know, all these guys have been doing it for for years. Uh, Ted Turner used to say that uh, we were going to be cannibals in 10 years. I mean, none of this stuff is true. Did he really say that? I think I read somewhere that the temperature has increased by 0.7 degrees Celsius in the last 100 years. That's why they changed it to climate change. Yeah, but let, let me, so, so let me ask you guys something. <clears throat> if it doesn't exist, it doesn't happen. You know, and Mark, Mark can testify to them. Probably you can too, but I mean, I know Helen can too. Well, no, actually, Matthew, you should be able to do it. I mean, you know, you're, you're close to our age. But back in the 80s, winters were so much more severe here. Yeah, I mean, I agree. we had feet of snow, you know, and, and, and winters would start. I mean, I can remember them starting as early as October sometimes, you know, and the summers were warmer and the winters were colder and we had more snow. Now we get like 50 degree weather days in, in the wintertime. I mean, I remember back in 2011, I think it was, we had a day in February that hit 80 degrees, you know. The only winter we had that was bad, and they compared it to one in 1994, was the winter of 2013 to 2014. Hey, Omar, just, uh, I just got another text. My sister-in-law pointed out that you need to be thankful that we're able to have the show because of Al Gore, because he invented the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> just so you guys know, you know. <laughs> you ever seen the South, South Park skit when he's, when he's trying to warn, warn the world, Al Gore, about man, bear, pig? Half man, half bear, half pig. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but no, so so if, if climate change or global warming does not exist, what's causing this? Because, I mean, we, like I said, they, they compared the winter of 2013 to 1994, which says that we haven't had anything that crazy since, you know. Okay, you said 80s. What about previous to that? It was bad. Same thing? They it were, was yeah, all the they same? Were, they, were the, they were the kind of winters you read in Christmas stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were like. I remember yeah. when I was a kid, it was like, and not just because I was young. I mean, we did mm-hmm. get a lot of snow. Oh, yeah. We never, we never had days that hit 50 degrees in, in November, December, or January. Never. Yeah, but that's that's like the only year that I can think of uh, is this last winter that's been mild. No. Yeah. You're, talking about, you're talking about snow versus temperatures. I don't think you're correct when you're talking about temperatures. Look it up. Temperatures have been... Well, even, oh, he even, pulled even, your own even, stunt on you there, even, man. No, I'm serious. <laughs> even, the, even the, you know, you know why I know, and I, I can not only, I don't, not only, what I don't, I don't need to look it up, and I can tell you from anecdotal experience. But Mark, Mark hates me for this. I love winters. Yeah. You know, I love, I love the cold. I love, you know, I love the snow and all that. And I've complained to him every year, and he goes, you know, he goes like, Mark goes ham on me when I say it. 
You know, it cusses me out everywhere. Yeah, I'm like, man, be thankful. It's nice outside. You know, you know. But so, so they really have become. I mean, dude, the last, the last two summers, no, the last even three summers, we did not hit a hundred degrees. When we were growing up, how about yeah, I remember the, summers used to be brutal. Before. What do you mean? How about the drought we had in 1988? The summer of '88, we had a drought. We were. Of course. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was yeah, of course. It was the same summer that that no, that, I was gonna say that big airplane crash, but that was the summer before. But um, <clears throat> the summer of '88, we had a major, major drought. There were there were fires on the highways everywhere. Almost every day that summer was 90s and up. Okay. It's, you don't oh. get that anymore. No, everything oh. is just right now in Michigan. We don't even have we don't have four seasons. I feel like we have two. We have spring and fall, and they're all, but they're both extended. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, but you're a winter guy, so to no, me, no, but but this is, to me, winter's already here. <laughs> but no, Helen, you remember growing up? You don't don't you remember the winters were a lot more severe? Omar, I'm old. I don't remember that far back. Uh, there was just more snow. No, it was, they were colder too. Look it yeah, up. but then you're saying the summers are not as hot either. So how, I, that does not. So, uh, so basically, yeah, when he's saying there's no such thing as go, yeah, 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 that, yeah so, you're saying it's there's hot. There's no glumber. You're saying global global yeah. yeah, you're saying in the summertime. So there's it's been cooler, change, but and in the wintertime it's warmer. Exactly. All I can say for a fact that I'm the temperature the has gone up 0.7 so degrees Celsius in the last hundred years. I don't know. I'm just. I don't think they're concentrating on one city or state or you know. Climates are changing. The climate's changing everywhere, though. Plus, plus, you don't think there, that that there's anything to um, control know, and chart um, having carbon tax. No, nobody exactly. stands to gain from uh, having carbon tax. I think it's political. It's all political. Oh, politics all the way. Carbon. Yeah, um, that's that's sure. the biggest joke of all time. Yeah. But and then uh, the CO two thing. Like, are you kidding me? I haven't heard CO3, though. They always talk about CO2. Yeah, I read that, too. Mm-hmm. I read that, too. Dude, this, July, this past July, this past July 2017, we did not hit 90-degree weather. Hasn't that been happening since the beginning of time? No. What? Cyclical? For sure. No. I mean, climate sure. has been changing yeah. forever. I mean, since the beginning of time. That's what that's trying trying to ask you guys. So you think this is cyclical, or do you think something else environmental is causing it? No. No question. There's no question that it's cyclical, and every time th- that something doesn't jive with their agenda, they just change the term. What is taking your money gonna do? I mean, what 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 do they 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 want to convert to different methods of energy and it's you're still going to be using something. I don't so know. I mean, <laughs> interesting uh, discussion about the weather. Yeah. You know. Definitely something you have to really dig and look into. Blame it on Trump anyway. <laughs> Blame everything else on the guy. You know, North Korea. What's going on there? You know, why can't they? 
I hate to say this, but they were able to get Saddam. Why can't they just knock this guy off? He's starving these people to death. He's about to create nuclear war, and you know who knows what kind of havoc is going to wreak. On so who do you think should knock this guy off? U.S. Trump. can knock him off, no problem. They can find anybody. Trump. You know? Yeah, I think Trump should. I'm not. Uh, I mean, if he starts dropping nukes. You know, and then we end up in a nuclear war. It's going to be a nightmare. You're better off just knocking the guy off. I'm sure they could find him with all the, uh, you know, with the high tech equipment that we have. Oh yeah, easily. Preemptive strike. Yeah, why not? I didn't say I was against it. Yeah, but then when you do that, then they start the same. Oh, we shouldn't have gone in there. I don't know. I... Yeah, but this guy has nukes. This is entirely different. This guy killed his brother, his yeah. half-brother or whatever, so in the middle of an airport in front of everybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this, this guy's, guy's crazy go. enough to do it. This guy's got to go. They're going to have to definitely Yeah, but who's going to replace them? I don't think anybody can be worse, you know? Well, that's a gr- that is a great question yeah. because every time the United States get involved, exactly. they always replace bad with worse. Mm-hmm. And then here's my, I, I saw this question somewhere. Has any of you heard him say what they claim he says in person? Specifically, what do you Kim Jong, whatever that is. <laughs> Has anyone seen him literally say what we're told he says? But none of us speak um, Korean. But have you heard <laughs> it? Even with translation. I know, but I mean... Um, no, not really. I don't know, but he is doing all these tests. So whatever he says, there is a lot of saber so what, rattling well, going on. Well, my question is, what are they claiming he's saying? What or it, it, what have you heard? I, I when it Tell comes what to war, Jones says. <laughs> what it, what it, when it comes to wars is just you never know. I I never believe what they tell us. We have a special guest who wants to ask a question. James? James, do you have a question for the panel? Renee said that we disconnected. She can't hear us. James? James? We have a caller? Yeah, actually disconnected. Hello? <laughs> really? What happened to James? Oh, okay. Well, I guess uh, we'll hopefully hear back from James in a minute. Um, North Korea. Yeah. So. So wait, what is he? What is Ben? What did you hear that he's saying? She can't remember. No, whatever they're telling you that he's saying. All the. I don't know. I haven't. I don't. Oh, you're. It just someone came up with this question and made me think. Like, have you heard the guy say it himself? The threats that he. So are you saying like maybe they're, they're vilifying him without knowing what he's actually? I I just. What threats he's making. When it comes to. Didn't they say he's got the biggest wars. army in the world? Did I hear that correctly? Biggest what? The big, largest army in the world. He's got a hell of an army, yeah, because they're like brainwashed and trained. That's yeah. all they know is. I don't know. But what would you hear be, what, a lot of conflicting stories. You what, hear a lot what of would be the motivation to set a guy up who has nukes? 
just the war machine to profit off of war? I don't know. What's the motivation? That's what I'm saying. There's so many different conflicting, you know, theories out there. Like, you know, one is because... (laughs) I don't know, honestly. No, but forget about that. Forget Uh, about what he says. He's doing all these Infowars.com says something about putting chemicals in the water that turn the frogs gay. They have footage of of him doing the test. I understand. You have footage of it. I'm not saying he is or he's not. I'm, I'm just raising questions. Like, hold on, hold on a second. Helen, what does Infowars.com say? Alex Jones believes that um, that the government's putting chemicals in the water and and it's turning the frogs gay. <laughs> Helen, that's a, it's a non sequitur. But wait a minute. You know, you laugh about that. I want to say something about this. So forget about the water Okay, hold on, hold on. But are, are you an Alex Jones fan? Uh, I only saw the thing where he was talking about Michelle, that, you know, I listen to InfoWars. It's not just Alex Jones. I'm not an InfoWars. I don't know anything about the guy, but talking about this topic, about I know it sounds huge. What, frogs turning gay? Yeah, but we're going to change that into (laughs) the last, like, 15 years. That's your cue. Milk was filled with estrogen. Yep, estrogen. Yeah. yeah, so that's why there's so many feminized guys. (laughs) (laughs) And I totally believe it. I'm I'm sorry. Wait, and you wear to who? Alex Jones? No, forget about okay, Alex Jones. Okay, Alex you get Jones this from? gets his business. information from scientific reports. He doesn't just make this stuff up. No, but even so, he actually got that. a scientific report that said that frogs. He, he, I mean, whatever he, he no, whatever he okay, writes, uh, right talks about it. I might got references. No, but this has nothing to do with Alex Jones. This is my no, own I observation. No, I totally believe that. That and because that's why all of a sudden milk the last five years they've gone RBST free, hormone free. Why do you see that in the label? And now they've made it illegal to put hormones in the milk. But for how many years were they pumping estrogen, which is why the females were developing faster and why yeah. the, the, well, they the put feminization that in of guys? They put hormones and antibiotics. And but how did you discover this? I understand that you're in the grocery ha- business. but This is a known fact from Country Fresh, from all these milk companies know that. They were pumping the milk. This is what was, it was allowed by government. Yeah, yeah with estrogen. This I've read allowed. about it too. This was allowed. Where did you hear that? I read about it too. It, milk was. It's still a fact. Estrogen. You can just look at you. Can, I mean, you can look it up. It's a fact. Even what's the, milk the purpose of putting it. estrogen in the milk? I have no idea what the purpose it's was. population. I don't know, but it's a conspiracy to feminize. They wanted to make the, guys softer. I, there, there obviously was. There must have been something that the milk companies were benefiting by by putting in the milk. But maybe who well, maybe the milk production in the cow was more. I don't know, but whatever the reason well, was. Or they may be pumping the the, the female. Yeah, they were pumping I mean, them with estrogen, which was get filtering into the milk, okay. which was getting yeah. pumped with so, estrogen. So, okay, so they were pumping it into the cows, not yeah. directly into the oh, no, milk. No, no, not okay. into the milk. Okay. But I'm saying well, still, think about that. Why is well, the well, feminization of guys in this country? Well, they were, yeah, pumping more estrogen into the, into the females, yeah, and, probably and, to make them um, more fertile. And uh, so that they can... Well, they put hormones in animals to make them bigger. But right. now it's Steroids, illegal hormones, to use the hormones. They, there's no more... Hor- if you look at the milk, it says hormone-free, RBSD-free. That became the big thing. But only a few years ago, mm. I've been doing that for 10, 15 years on the market. Now it all makes sense. Right? I mean, well, think I mean, about all the other things you didn't know about the pink slime and, and ground beef. There's a lot of things we don't think know. About, we have Renee. Renee wants to ask a question live. Renee? Are you there? <laughs> Renee? What happened to the, um, What happened to James? Who's James? He wanted to ask a question, too. Oh, yeah. 
Wait, so Renee now doesn't want to ask? She asked me on Facebook Live? Yeah. All right, so back to the milk topic and the <laughs> pink yeah. slime. Milk, really? No, think M- about it. But really, milk does the body good. Yeah. Pass it yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pass it Remember that commercial? Steven Bahura. Steven Bahura. All right. Steve, how you doing, brother? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Steven. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's still talking. It looks like. No, he's good. Yeah, but I mean, think about GMOs. Do you guys know? Do you guys know why GMOs are so bad? Um, do you know what that? I mean, everyone knows genetic, genetic modified, modified organisms, but do you know why? Do you know like exactly how the process is? Is okay. Go ahead. So do you know? Okay, so you notice everybody how the big. Do you guys notice how many more people have Crohn's and colitis now? Yeah, they do. Yeah, Crohn's, cancer. colitis, and all the stuff. Well, a friend of mine who's a professor did a whole project on this. He found out some interesting things. Well, the reason that Monsanto is banned in so many countries is the old process of, you know, fertilizing something, you know, uh, vegetables or fruits while they grow. So they're sprayed on the outside. Mm-hmm. So when you take it home, right, you can wash you it wash off and, and get. Yeah. So the way Monsanto works is the fertilizer is inside the seed of the, let's say, the growing corn. So the fertilizer is actually implanted in the seed uh-huh. that goes into the ground. But when so you can't get it out of the item. But here's the interesting part that that fertilizer they put in. What it does is when the bugs eat the plants, the bugs, their stomach blows up and explodes and they die. die. The problem is the same chemical that causes that kills the good bacteria in your stomach. stomach. And that's why so many people have Crohn's, colitis. And you notice how, where the hell did this probiotic industry come from all of a sudden, right? How many people sell these probiotics and everything? Yeah, there you go. But that's why I'm I'm a victim of marketing. Yeah. But that's why GMOs are such a big deal. And, that you know, they allow them in America because so they actually have lobbyists in the government. They have lobbyists. Hillary Clinton was actually one of their speakers. And yeah. they pay big bucks to continue oh, on with these things. So all in the name for quantity. But that's what I'm saying. So people might quantity laugh about the estrogen quality. and go, oh, it's some BS. But estrogen, yeah, pink slime, I totally believe it. Monsanto. I mean, these are all things that go on behind the scenes that... You know. I mean, breast cancer now is one in eight women. Come on. Mm-hmm. One in eight women. That's one in eight? That's a huge statistic. Yeah. Wow. I thought it was one in five. No. I don't know. That's I, what, that I, th- I seems, swear. That's what I was just I read that. I read that like a few years ago. Maybe it was off. Yeah, that seems like a lot. I was going to say, one yeah. One in five. <sighs> one in eight seems so, like yeah. a lot. Even one in eight is a yeah. lot. Yeah. That's a lot, man. It's, I mean, you know, I, I don't know if you guys know, you know, our body makes cancer on a daily yeah, basis oh, yeah. and your yeah, immunity cancer. system fights yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So our our systems are so out of whack that you can't fight it anymore. So, it's, and yeah, I, so I believe all that stuff. The more you dig, if you dig for information, you'll find it. Oh, well, and here's another more proof, right? Nitrates also cause cancer. Nitrates are on lunch meat and that type of thing. True. How come if, if it wasn't true, how come all of a sudden Oscar Mayer's big slogan is no nitrates? Yeah, uh-huh. But they still have nitrates, by the way. Oscar Mayer. When they say there's no nitrates, there's a still there's the, whatever process they use to make it 
it still produces the same kind of but, thing. But why so, would they? But um, my point is, if it didn't exist, why would they go out of their way to right. denounce that? Oh, to say that oh, we don't have any more nitrates, no. or like Subway when they were making the the uh, sub the uh, the uh, the bread with it had the same uh, chemical that's used Was in it yoga sawdust? mat. Yeah. No, it's, it's not. Something that's used <laughs> in yoga mat. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. And when they got yeah, called yeah, yeah. when they got I, called out that. on it, too, they yeah. cracked down on the ice cream. There's a plastic that they were putting inside ice cream to make it so you ever know some like some ice cream you put them out the freezer are always soft. Oh wow. there was some type of plastic that they used that yeah. was that's what keeps the ice cream soft all the time. And then that you know, once they get outed on all the stuff, yeah. oh we don't do that anymore, you know? But mm-hmm. needle and the damage done. <laughs> it's like But I was yeah. relying on the FDA to protect me. <laughs> Depends who's paying them. And and who which which candidate is behind them. Exactly. The FDA is making you sick, and the pharmaceutical company is taking care of you. And the pharmaceutical company is making you sick. And then, they're, know, and then they're taking care of you. Oh, sarcastic. yeah, the Unaffordable Care Act. You can afford oh, yeah, to get yeah, the yeah, insurance, yeah. but you can't afford to pay once you're sick oh and you get the $10,000 deductible. Oh <laughs> What's going on with that, anyway? Does anybody know? With what? The Unaffordable Health Care Act. Nothing. 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 They do people into going, man, this is great. I only pay 300 bucks a month for coverage. You go into emergency rooms like, oh, here's your bill, 9700 bucks. Hold on. Well, let me tell you guys the story. This is. I was listening to one of the... A story about a man know, named Jed? Uh, well, a media platform guy. I listen to Mark Levin. I really like him a lot. <laughs> and this man calls into his show. You know, he takes phone calls. And the guy is like... Um, you know, I, I only pay $250 a month. I, I think it's great, Obamacare, you know. And, and then Mark is like, well, what do you do for a living, sir? He's like, oh, I'm a teacher. He's like, are you working right now? He goes, no, I don't interview very well. But, you know, I have hypertension, I have high cholesterol, and I have uh, diabetes. So, you know, and, and that I only pay that. And he, Mark goes, okay, so, yeah, I'm only paying uh, whatever that adds up to, like 20000 a year or whatever. And Mark is like, no, your health care probably costs a lot more than that, but we're paying the difference because you choose not to work. Well, it's not just that. Wait till he pays the deductible. Yeah, the guy, no, no, the guy it doesn't want to interview. If you got a $250 premium oh, a month, is, yeah, and he has no deductible. He pays two fifty. His point is my health care is affordable. How does he not, does he not have a What does he have? Because he doesn't work. Yeah, yeah but, but he's some kind of guy that's setting that up because that's BS. You and I are yeah, that's for it. I, no, I I understand that. What I'm saying is, <coughs> then he must have Medicaid if he's not if he has he, no. Well, that's the, the thing about Obamacare, honey, is because if you can't, if you don't have an income when you, if you're in some bracket, you we pay for it. Yeah, it's it called is like Medicare. Medicaid. Yeah, it's called Medicaid. Medicaid. Yeah, Medicaid. if you're paying, if you're paying your own premium, if you're paying for. Aside from Medicare or Medicaid or whatever it is that they my give point away is, for the free. guy chooses not to work. He does piano lessons, whatever. So he can get free health care. He's got his health care is really cheap, and he's so happy with it. And it only costs ten grand a year. And Mark is Mark is like, no, dude, your health care probably costs fifty grand a year, but we're paying the difference. Wait, is he a good piano instructor? Ten grand a year. No, two fifty a month is not ten grand yeah. a year. Whatever. I'm just giving a throwing a number. Yeah. The guy okay. is like, I only pay this much. Well, this a yeah, year. this guy's full like, of shit. No, your yeah, health care. Yeah. You're because paying twenty thousand a year, but your health care is costing a lot more than that. But we're paying the difference. Is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Then he's not paying anything. 
He's yeah, getting he's on, Medicaid. He's on Medicaid. He's on Medicaid, and he's not and paying anything. Here, he's giving a BS story yeah, on Medicaid. Because there's no way that if you... Yeah, but isn't that what Obamacare does? No, for no, people who no, have no, low no. income. No, no, I know, no. I understand, no, no, no. but if you're low it's income... Good, but that's where you're not getting. You get subsidy. You, know, you get subsidy. You pay no, you less than me. No, you don't no, no, no. no. You're you only don't. paying a lower mm-hmm. premium. When you get sick, mm-hmm. you still got a 10000 or 6000 per individual, 6500 a person deductible, and then 2000 more per prescription... And then, but that's um, for me. What about no, no, someone no, no, who's no, no. poor? It doesn't matter whether you have it or not. That's what yeah, you it pay. doesn't. Yeah. This is the mix-up people get. They're yeah. thinking you pay two fifty and you're covered for everything. Yeah. That ain't the way uh-uh, it works. Uh-uh. You pay two fifty. Yeah, you got coverage. But the only thing it covers don't get is <laughs> in, on a piece of paper. You're not getting fined at the end of the year for yeah. not having insurance. That's it. When you go in and get sick, oh, you ain't gonna be covered. You'll be well. I I have no idea. I mean, yeah. I don't know people that are on it that are, I know for me I pay an arm and a leg and I try my very best not to use it and pay cash most of the time anyway because it's cheaper. Oh I'm annihilated with medical bills. It's horrible. So it's like it's a joke. You know I pay for uh, really good health care and my premiums are I mean what I pay copay ridiculous. And I got a good plan. It doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, yeah I pay yeah. yeah I pay four hundred and fifty dollars a month and I have a six thousand dollar deductible i'm a single and i'm paying 450 dollars. i went to the dermatologist the other day i got this skin rash anyway 80 dollar copay mm. my copay was 80 dollars so um <laughs> i went to uh mary oster's office no, but my point is, okay, so why am I paying why am I paying four hundred and fifty dollars a month to have insurance? Then I go to see the doctor, I have to exactly pay another eighty dollars. And I'm sure once they, you know, do whatever they do, I'll get another bill for yeah. God only knows what. Well, well we, I pay about four hundred. I have a seven thousand dollar deductible and when I did uh PT and now I see a chiropractor. I pay cash because it's cheaper. Yeah. If they send it to my insurance and I end up paying what is PT? physical, physical therapy. therapy, I end up paying more. So I I'm still paying out of pocket. But we but here's what I want to know. Everybody knows that this is a complete failure. Everybody yep. knows that it's never worked in any country that it's ever been tried. But what are your Republicans and your president doing? To unravel the thing, the way the thing unravels is by getting rid of the individual mandate. His own Republicans are blocking him because they're all bought and sold. This was one of my biggest issues with him too. On the campaign trail, he kept saying, "We are going to repeal and replace," and I kept saying, "Replace it with what?" But he keeps getting shot down. But hold on a second. Mm -hmm. Why replace it? Why can't I go and buy my own insurance? And pick my own coverages. I'm not okay. Why do I? No, he's not saying replace it with another socialized uh, medical. He's saying why should? But that's what what it is. Presented. Well, that's what it is. is Why? Why? Healthcare. Why? They never meant to change it in the first. They never meant to change it. They were bullshitting all these years. All they have to do is open it up across state lines. Competition will drive the price down, and you'll actually be able to afford it again. Right, but do you realize that Donald Trump is? Uh, on record saying that he's for single payer, like there's video. Everybody of him changes saying, their mind. Ronald Reagan was for abortion, and then he was against. It. He was pro life. I mean, guys change their mind as they grow. For listen, it's just like when you're young. You're, everyone's a socialist when they're young. This and wasn't then, that long and then ago, when they though. Pay taxes. They, just a couple they, of years ago. <laughs> just a couple of years ago. 
Yeah, but they just need to get rid of it. Yeah, they need to get it, rid it of it. It needs to get bomb. rid of it, be done with it. Let's get Again. back to the Obamacare for the people that are low income. I, I don't. They're not paying the same thing I'm paying. The whole point of Obamacare was so that they're, right, not, the paying, low income they're not paying anything. So that's why the Republicans don't want to get rid of it because you have all these new um, entitlements, essentially. So then if you get rid of the program, then all these people that shouldn't have had Medicaid in the first place mm-hmm. are now going to be without. So they don't want That's wanna, why they, you can't replace it over. You can't just take it away overnight. Anytime, anytime the government puts in a new program, they it's never, ever, ever, ever get rid of it. You can't take away freebies. We have to pass it so we could see what's in it. So we could read it and mm. see it. The most classic Nancy Pelosi yeah. line of all time. How she is even in office. Please, somebody explain. I mean, it's just, it's. Steve, chime in on that, please, sir. We need some Nancy <laughs> Pelosi words. Low information voters. Maxine Waters, who yeah, represents really Compton. Who represents Compton but lives in a super high-end wealthy right. white yeah. neighborhood in like a five million dollar house? Well, Low knowledge on. voters. What about Bernie Sanders? Oh my gosh! If he isn't the biggest hypocrite on the planet, what does he own? Two. Did he just get a million dollars funneled into his wife's are. bank account? Yeah, and hold on a second. Doesn't he have a? Oh, she doesn't, did actually get indicted. No, no, they did on. something. Doesn't he have a? Doesn't he have a home in the Hamptons or something? Okay. Why isn't he giving them away? <laughs> and never hey, worked a job. That's the great part. Why don't you and I start a, a foundation? A, when you've got yeah, right. liberals and Democrats against you and you're a Democrat and liberal, there's no chance for you in politics. They never wanted to. I just want to see one of these guys when they were young that worked at a subway, that pushed shopping carts, that yeah. did any job except just be a professional school per, uh, student and politician. That's it. That's right. what I want to see. I want to see somebody who's A lot of them were lawyers before that. Yeah, there's a lot of lawyers. They learn the law because they have to know the rules to break them legally. For sure. That's it. Well, me and Helen are going to start a foundation. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to call it? I don't know. It doesn't matter. We just want the money. So Hmm. in three years, we'll be millionaires. You know, why do things seem so, like like to the general public like us, it just seems simple, right? Business, you open up insurance across state lines. There's competition. The price comes down. The market takes care of itself, right? It adjusts itself. Why is it so simple for us to figure it out, but these politicians are a nightmare? Why aren't they out there? Yeah, it's all yeah, special exactly. interests. They're all they bought and sold. Well, here, here's another exactly. thing. If illegal aliens voted Republicans, do you think the Democrats would be fighting vote? so hard to keep them here? That's what I want to know. How do these people yeah, vote? How Illegally. Would, uh, how, how, how do we illegal? Uh, yeah, you, if you're illegal, you definitely should not be able to vote. I'll tell you. I mean, that's, well, there's a lot of even though they could stay that here, that's fine. But I don't think they should be able to vote. You know, if you're, I'm just saying, if they swayed towards Republican, the Democrats would be the first ones. To oh come yeah, out. yeah, they'd definitely be the first ones. To come so out. it is but, all special interest. But if you have no true believers in Washington, mm-hmm. no true believers in state government, no true believers in municipal government, um. And you keep saying, like, you're never going to agree with these people 100% of the time. And you keep compromising and compromising and compromising and compromising. How do you expect to get any of the things that you want done? Vote. Wait, say, say it again. So if you compromise as far as... All, you're basically saying all these people... In, in an, I mean, you're not saying this uh, verbatim, but basically the problem is, is all these people are a bunch of horse traders, yep. right? 
all I mean, in order to be a horse trader, you have to compromise. But every time you're like, well, I didn't vote for Trump. I just voted against Hillary. Every time, no matter what the candidate is, every yeah. single election, the lesser of two evils. Right. It has been pretty much that. I think the you know the reason it's been that since Reagan was done. They yeah. need yeah. actually what I'd like to see. He was the last I'm legit a, legitimate president. president. Yeah, he was. Actually, what I'd like to see first of all, besides two parties, I'd like to see more parties. I think there should be some way of leveling the playing field and limiting the number of dollars behind your campaign so everybody plays with the same hand and then you actually have to go based on your credibility. I think that might be one positive thing. Number two, it was never meant to be a full-time job. They were People started as farmers and everything else and they only were, it was a part-time thing to go to Washington and go... It still is in Texas. They're, part-time in Texas? Yeah, yeah. Their well, legislature is part-time. Well, maybe it should be like that in uh, in the federal government. I think it'd be a great idea this I way. Mean. They have to own a business or do something here, and then they speak for their constituents when they go there for whatever, temp, you know, for 10 hours a month or five hours a month, and they come back. They don't make a living off of that job. They, don't make do, they have to actually do it out of, the, out of their goodwill and uh, not out of the, the bribe factor. But, the, but the, the real – I don't know the answer to this, but I'm curious of your opinion. Mm-hmm. The, real problem is, the real problem and solution lies in campaign finance reform. Because it's a system of legal bribery, and the only thing that politicians are interested in is self-interest. And in order for them to get reelected, they have to be funded. So how do you? Nobody's ever come up with a good idea. Like you know, liberals will say, "Well, let's 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 fund all these campaigns federally. Let's use taxpayer dollars." I don't know what the solution is, but that's where the problem lies. Is because they're they're not they're only beholden to um, all these special interests that fund their campaigns—they're not beholden to the constituents. Right. They lie. I mean, for one, they'd have to—they have to do some type of reform on lobbyists. That's number one. The lobbyists are obviously a big deal because when Monsanto walks in and goes, "Well, here's forty million for your campaign. Here's twenty for you," you know, like it, it's just like saying, "Let's put ten million on black, ten million on red, and see what happens. We win either way." Um, but there definitely has to be. There's got to be some type of reform with lobbyists. There definitely has to be a, again, taking it back to a part-time job. And I agree with you on one thing that I 100% agree with you with is taking taxes down to 10% flat tax. And this way, that'll really take care of a lot of stuff, too. Because that will, you know, all this money is abused in government. Our taxes go for garbage. Right, but the, I mean, now we're getting into a bunch of different topics. But, yes, I'm 100% for a flat tax. But what difference would that make if they cut no programs? They're no, not they have cut. to make cuts. They have to make a ton of cuts on these. There's, you know, there's so much fat that needs to be trimmed out of the well, government. Well, I know that, and you know that, but they never cut any program. No. Well, they're all bought and sold. They're not going to cut a program because this special interest wants this program in effect that benefits them. This other one wants another program in effect that benefits them. What's the but but the national debt's what twenty trillion? Oh, Are you, guys you don't even know attention? what it is because Ben Bernanke printed so much money at the, you know that uh, they have no idea how much money is actually sitting out there. But, but that's what I'm saying. If even if you do come up with uh, a ten percent flat tax, if they don't cut cut um, programs, what's to prevent them from raising the debt ceiling Well, they're, they're talking about that now. Are you guys again. keeping listening to what they're, they're arguing now about that, raising the debt ceiling? 
Yeah, they can't control their spending, but they want everybody else to yeah. control it. The people that control exactly. your they, spending, but the government not control it. They lie. They, they're telling you that you have to, or you're going to go bankrupt, or you're going to run out of money or something, and that's simply not true. Well, I mean, you know another thing, too? How come nobody ever talks about the stimulus packages and all the money that was given out and all the, the mm-hmm. how the feds are not regulated, and Ben Bernanke went and printed all this money and doesn't – and the, nobody, can, nobody can audit the feds. How is this possible? I know. You know, where's – I mean, there's who knows how much money is sitting out there, and if there's going to be a crash, how much of a crash it'll be. Well, like uh, we were talking about North Korea, all that money that was given to him for nuclear warfare, and then the money they gave Iran, look, why? Does anybody know why? What, the money they gave Iran? And North Korea. Oh, yeah. They're scared to give $1 billion to Texas for Houston disaster, and they gave, what, $86 billion to Iran? Nobody asks why. Why was it so important to give that money to Iran? Because they wanted to level the Shia and Sunni playing field. <laughs> yeah, or how about this one? It would have cost, what did they say, $1 billion to take care of Flint? Is that what it was? I don't know. Would the feds donate like a million? Something stupid because, you know, again, billions of dollars go out to right, Iran yeah. and all these places. Here you got a Flint water crisis. Oh, sorry, we're out of money. We don't have anything for you guys. Ha, ha, ha. The hell is wrong with these well, people? Well, I think to change things, you have to start with yourself. You have to literally educate yourself and then pass it on as much as you can. And um, that's, you know, the only way you can change things is with your vote. And the way to vote the right way is to make yourself more knowledgeable and educated and then try to pass that along because that's the only way you can do it. I used to rely on common sense before, and I mean, nobody taught me what to do. Nobody told me what party to pick. I just, you know, it's common sense. But now that we're having this crisis in this country with all this division, I feel like I need to educate myself and have facts so that that way I can back my gut yeah. feeling because you need to these days. Yeah, totally but, and then that's why they make everyone so busy with all these gadgets and all the ho- oh, yeah, Hollywood and games. And, no, they don't. They want you to be all so busy. All they want busy. you to do is flash by that little thing that says, right. so, know, Trump does this, Trump does this. So, right. Uh, so I was I was checking out Facebook uh, earlier. Um, it was actually a post from yesterday. Somebody has posted, and it's funny that he posted it because Mark and I were talking about something similar uh, um, yesterday as well. But he's talking about how some of these Chaldean girls are following the Kardashian. Football. Oh yeah, <laughs> you saw that, right? Yeah. Bon? Yeah. Yeah. So. Who is that? AR. Yeah. No, no, no. Who, what, oh. who are these people that are actually following in the footsteps <laughs> he, he of was Kim talking Kardashian. about how Chaldean girls are emulating yeah, the Kardashians. the Kardashians. Well, like with it's the weddings over the top weddings. They do, they right. do. Like that, yeah. yeah. And so it's funny because Mark and I were talking about this uh, yesterday, the whole Chaldean wedding thing and, you know, how it, it's just it's ridiculous a lot of times what you see and what they do and stuff like that. Um, and we were just, you know, we are kind of just, Brainstorming is like, should we, you know, should should the formats of these weddings change? Are people not getting sick of the same song and dance every single wedding you go? It's Arabic music for about 45 minutes. Soup, maybe soup. Ear-bleedingly loud, okay? Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> soup. Start Man. with this off, uh, yeah, then you, you chow down at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, you get done eating, 11.30 is midnight snack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the with the sword in the middle. Oh yeah, yeah. The guy dancing with the oh, swords and I've never seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. They I've just did that. it. You know, oh, Omar, you weren't at the last wedding. No. Our cousin's wedding. Yeah. They have the. I don't think they do that in our wedding. 
Oh, yeah, I've seen yeah. it at my cousin's weddings. Yeah. They dance with the swords. Huh? Abushnaya? Abushnaya? No. No, she's saying that, no, don't do that. Because she's saying, Al-Kushnaya, don't do that at their wedding. We do Dawuzarna. Yep. Uh, I haven't seen it. What happened to the good, you guys remember when they used to have an American band and a Chaldean band? Like back no. In, yeah, in the 80s. That was back in the early yeah, 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There used to be American band and Chaldean oh, yeah. band. My, my sister and, and my yeah. brother-in-law were the first couple to marry in fact, their anniversary is today. 41 years. At Roma Hall? At Roma's of Bloomfield, yes. At Roma Hall. Remember, but remember, they used to 41 have... 41 years ago today. It used to be nice. You got American music. You got... It, there were more Americanized back then than That's we are. So now. We've I've taken, never seen that either. Oh, we've taken 20 steps hmm. backwards. We're like... Go, like going back to like the I was going to say the opposite. I was going to say the format is changing little by little. I think within the next generation, probably be way different. No, we're going backwards. Mm. It's actually gotten, it's funny. When when people got in like in the 80s and stuff, the weddings were way more Americanized. Yeah. Again, they'd have mm. American band play. Then they'd have the Arabic yeah. band. And then every end of the night, Omar, remember this? They'd end with the Mexican hat dance. Yep. You remember well, that? Oh, that? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was like the bye-bye song of back then. It was a hat dance. All I can say is if you have a big family, man, you need to be rich because these weddings cost a lot of money. Even just the format. Especially for women. Doesn't it get like – I'm surprised nobody wants to – You know, like the most people try and make their wedding different than other people, right? With ours, it's like – It's the same format. It's like a super decorated hall. Dresses and stuff nicer than Hollywood. Yeah, that's true. And then, and then it starts out with the Zafa. It's like if you go through like Facebook and see the people's videos, yeah. it's like no man, just just interchange the names. Yeah. It's the it's same, same wedding. It's the same thing. Over. Exactly. You know what I I'm not liking is this whole storybook before the wedding. <laughs> you know, like when they show the guy that goes ask for her. Oh my I mean, gosh! Yeah. To propose it. I want a helicopter. Twenty-five said, yes. kids with a rose in their hand. And, and I don't want to know. Surprise and me. And, she had no clue, and right? a full, she fil- a full, f- yeah, a full film, <laughs> a full film crew, <laughs> film crew. Well, I mean, I well, how are you going to change? I mean, what do you do? What's going to be so different? What do you like? I mean, what do you propose? Well, here's one of my complaints, right? What do I propose? Yeah, what are you proposing? Please bring back American music. I'm Americanized. I want to hear some American music. Why don't you offer to play? I would, but they won't hire you. Okay, dude, if I get married, I'm Even the wedding coordinators don't want to hire an American band. They don't even encourage it. They don't don't encourage it. They discourage you bringing an American band. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I have no do. idea. And when they go, finally what? do play American. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, okay, are you versatile? The, yeah. Maybe the bells like band's lying in their pocket. Like if I bring band and I bring no. a lead to come along. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, they'll you... love that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we play gold disco, funk, blues. Here's the funny part, too. Yeah, but the, you know what it is? It's the Chaldean band are lining the pockets of the wedding planners, oh. and that's why. <laughs> well, here's what kills me. Even when, wow. even, even when they finally do play American music, yeah. They play like that was totally a joke. I don't want anybody going. Oh, did they really go there? They play. They play techno. Yeah, but you know, some people. They play techno and house, which is yeah. like, dude, you're playing for like 16 year olds. And hip hop. Yeah, can we have hip-hop, some like yeah. people love 70s, 80s, 90s oh, music? Yeah. You know, even the older people. They know who. They know all the disco stuff. All the old yeah. people. Wait, who are? Disco. Wait, who are like the most current rappers? Yeah, I was gonna say well, you guys are rapping a wedding anyway. That's what well, you, you know. That's what they're saying. You don't want to hear that stuff. You no, don't want to get out on the dance floor oh, yeah, yeah. and listen to my niece yeah. plays Sinatra. Hear him talk about the B word and stuff. You yeah, know, right. while out there dancing on wedding day. <laughs> I, I don't Some understand why. And I don't understand why the wedding has to be so sophisticated and complicated and it is and Very overdone formal. and 
And it's yeah. like people bring like in their own furniture. Get, get I want to get married yeah. on the beach. I'm, I'm serious. You know, if I ever got married, my wedding would be small and intimate. Bathrooms, like what? I was I was coming out of Shenandoah gym. There was three of the longest Penske trucks. Loading in for a wedding. Yeah. Three of the longest <laughs> trucks. I'm like, is there is Kiss playing here tonight? Is there, they set up a stage and fireworks? What the hell is going on at this wedding? Concert. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, it's like what are you doing? You're 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 putting yourself in a, at least a hundred thousand dollar debt for yeah. for a four hour yeah, show. Sure. You, you, I mean, when you're when you're when you're spending that much, you have a big following. You'll get most of it back. People that spend that much only have two. Yeah, the relatives. That's, that's what I'm but saying. So, People pay so much money to go to weddings. But you know what? But here's the thing, too. You know, I always, but you know, seriously, like nowadays, too, when you are going to a wedding, you have to think, oh, you know, you have to give a really big gift because. Right. Oh, man. Well, no, you do. I need another job. And no, you, seriously. Yeah. What is the average well, like for one if person, hundred dollars. If you're one, per- no. If I'm one, no. If I go and I'm one person, I give 150 bucks. Well, it depends. If he's your first cousin or your no, family, that's just what I get. Family minimum anybody. If you have a close relative, yeah, fifteen hundred. Hair is sixty five dollars. Makeup, which I don't do, is forty five dollars. Dress, at least five hundred. You're talking thousand dollars. Five what? Five Oh yeah, I know. I mean, and not including your address. Yeah, and their kids are getting married, so yeah. like it's like every week she has a wedding. Listen, I'm gonna tell you how fancy Kellyans are. I was at the Grammy Awards, my wife and I, and they're like, you know, it's formal dress, this that. We go, so Marilyn, you know, basically we're thinking like, like nicer than like a Kellyan wedding or whatever. We go mm-hmm. Kellyans at a wedding dress, yeah. way more formal than even the Grammy Awards. I know. They are. I they believe are. it. They, they made the Grammys look dressed down. Well, my opinion know? is I have a ton of fun in our weddings, I have to say. They're fun as hell, and I love the music and everything. I just think they need to tone it down as far as outdoing each other with the, you know, the, 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 the what do you call it? Decoration. Decoration. There's no intimacy. And the dresses. I think they need to be a little more There's simple. The There's nothing wrong with a nice, <laughs> simple dress. <laughs> Then what is it? What did he say? I don't know. There's no intimacy. I said there is, but it's after the wedding. (laughs) No, but no, really. I mean, how how intimate could the wedding be with 600 people packed in Shenandoah, 700 people packed in there, and all you're there to do is show off your stuff? Yeah, but hold on a second. What are you supposed to do? Here's the other part, okay? So, you know... Someone gets married, and then you didn't get an invitation. Someone you know, and then, and then they're offended. Oh, my God, I'm so happy when I don't get invited. I'll tell you what Anybody you and listening, me, please don't invite me. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> it's very the, simple. It's very I'm in simple. the same I'll tell you what you. you do. It's very simple. When somebody says to you, I wasn't invited, listen, I'm really sorry. I had, I had a very small wedding with my closest family members and relatives. That's it. Yeah. I went to a wedding in Shenandoah. There were so many people packed in there. I couldn't pull my chair halfway out. Yeah. I just got mad and left away before dinner. I'm like, this is BS, man. I can't even pull my chair halfway out. I'm knocking people over. So. What do you mean? How about the chairs they're using for those at Shenandoah for weddings? They're yeah, like these they're flimsy, clear ones. Yeah. They're flimsy wood ones, right? <laughs> they, you you get better ones at Walmart. Okay, like, well you yeah. need well yeah then you need to I, I, you have some connections over there at Shenandoah, Omar. Maybe you can. Uh, I'm gonna have to talk to Marianne. About I, that's what. <laughs> Marianne, if you're listening. I mean, what? You need to do something about the chairs, according to Omar. The music horrible. is my and, and they're small. They're small. You can't even sit right on them. Right. And, and they Omar, wobble. What are you talking about? They use those clear chairs now. What clear chairs? What are those? Like a what are they, like acrylic or whatever they are? The wooden ones, right? The no, small, oh, the clear chairs. I don't. Ladies and all, what are those clear chairs? These? What are they called? I mean, like one of the acrylic chairs, like we're using here, it's more comfortable. No. 
No, probably acrylic. Before oh, no, I know, no, there's the name, and I can't before think Before right they used now. to decorate oh, each it. chair. Those then every time it's just... No, 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 I know, I know. Yes. No, they have a, no, they have a fancy name. I can't think of it right Char- now. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. All I know is Something it's like, it's just... Yeah, Shivari or... Shivari, yeah, yeah, there we yeah. go, Shivari. No, there's all, I mean, you can, you know, well, they have... Um, Linens for the chairs. No, they don't do that anymore now. That's out. Linens no, are then, out. No. Now they go to the fancy chair. Yeah, fancy chair. I no one, no one one the Matthew's not talking at all, man. It's out of his Matthew, <laughs> next, <laughs> mo- next month you're going to a wedding with me. Oh, then it- no, I haven't. Really? Huh? Omar Margaret just said you have to pay for the flimsy chairs extra $5 a chair. <laughs> <laughs> See? See? See, that's even worse. You'll know what we're talking about when we go to... That's even worse. That we're invited to in a couple months. Is that a yeah. big one? Well, I think the of new generation definitely wants to tone things down, but I oh, think they're conflicting with the parents. I, you, guess oh where it's at. Guess where the wedding's going to be at. Control. Maybe not all of them. Engagement's out of my, control. My niece probably would have been happy with 100 people at her wedding. I think she's right. I agree but with But there was a clash. I agree with her. Yeah, but generation. see, then the parents. But here's the other part, too. Ghost chairs, Leanne said. Ghost chairs? But then you have, but you know, then your parents, you have the parents who want to invite their friends and their relatives and, you know, you can't, it's really hard. It's really hard to, you know. It's not as hard as you think. No, I heard Omar. Trust me. We just, my niece just got married and I mean, everything went perfect. It was beautiful. But there was definitely a clash between the two generations because my sister was like, you're my first child. You're yeah. getting married. I want to invite the whole world. Yeah. What did he say? He said, wedding should be at Chuck E. Cheese. Put some Kugga music on. I like Kugga music. I love Assyrian music. 
I don't know. Do you know any Chaldean singers? Majid. Oh, all of them. Majid Kutka. Does, does he sing Chaldean? Yeah, they all do. do Majid, Munder sings Chaldean. Ami sings Chaldean. Chaldean? Yeah. Okay. Like which, what, like which song? Mani Mani. What's Mani Mani? That's Chaldean. Chaldean? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, she does Chaldean. What song is Chaldean? She's, isn't she What about Mani Nyata? Mani? That's, what is that? That's Wait, Chaldean. Wait, isn't Juliana Jindu Asar Nyata? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, I hear them sing Asar Naya, but not... <laughs> Chaldean? I don't know any Chaldean. Oh, my, my sister-in-law chimed in and said, the biggest problem is everyone's trying to one-up the last person's wedding. Exactly. Yeah. Our community is a community of followers. That I believe. Yeah, yeah. One person, yeah, they're all sheep. One per- person yeah, does something, and it's taboo not to do it at your wedding. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. like mm-hmm. the midnight snacks and all that stuff. What, a lot of sheeple. another comment from Mr. Bavura. Right, there you go. Assyrians <laughs> don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> what about the harissa at the end? The what? Who has that? No. No, but my mommy's How about the Christmas really good donuts? Harissa. Those are my favorites. Dippin' Dots. You know, actually, I prefer it over the dinner. I wish they'd just, like, lower the gift. Give me the Coney Dog <laughs> and the Dippin' Dots. <laughs> and that's give me some American music. Cheaper know. chairs. Listen, Mark, the they can't play Jimi Hendrix at a wedding. Folding chairs right? from Costco. Why not? I would American love it if they played Jimi Hendrix at a wedding. Jimi Hendrix at a wedding? Yeah. yeah. I played it I'm at my down. wedding during dinner. When cries Mary, hey, I, Joe. Oh, yeah. They didn't know I, what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the classic rock <laughs> oh man like i said you know what's funny all the old chaldeans there's certain bands that they all know the older people they all know santana mm-hmm. they all know ccr i don't know how they know credence clearwater revisited but they all know the uh, ccr they know all the old disco because they all used to have afros yeah, yeah, when they yeah, came yeah. to america and hang out at the arcade <laughs> so Chalde- they love, like, disco or as matthew fun. likes to call it the chaldean fro yeah, Caldefro. Caldefro. <laughs> what the hair? Yeah, that's that's my hair after I get out of the shower and I don't blow dry it. Oh, Caldeshians. <laughs> Wait, we got 15 minutes. I want to talk about another subject we didn't have on the docket. Okay. So, what do you guys think about Kaepernick? And what do you think about Kid Rock? What about? Okay, so Kid Rock. This is what's going on with him. Was he running for Senate or something? He says he's running. Yeah. For but Senate, now the right? Detroit News. Somebody wrote an article on the front page of the news, dogging the heck out of him. Out of Kid Rock. Yeah, because he's been at concerts and he's saying F. Colin Kaepernick during every concert. And then so a writer in the, the free press is saying, like, it's a slap in the face that they have him doing six shows at. And way back, like, not way back, but I think about 10 years ago, he used to have a Confederate flag on stage. Um, and now he's opening a restaurant, made in Detroit restaurant, and he's also doing the first six shows. And now some people are getting irritable, and then plus they're pointing at the at the organization saying, you know, they got two hundred dollars, two hundred million in taxpayer dollar, blah blah blah. Uh, I'm interested to see what do you guys think about this whole situation, and what do you think about like what do you think about Kaepernick kneeling during the anthem and all this ruckus that's come out of it? Oh boy, isn't that a tough one? That's kind of a tough one, right? Because well, I'm right. totally against yeah. Kaepernick. He's not yeah. making any money. He has no contract, and he's done. He's well, finished. Yeah, I don't know enough about. Yeah, I don't know enough he about. Shut his mouth, stood up, left all the way to the bank. But he's I, an idiot. I heard his girlfriend is somewhat behind it, and now he's got uh, connections with Linda Sarsour. Come on, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I heard. I saw that. Now isn't she all of a sudden for? He's no. That that what's her face? That that uh, What's her name? I'm Linda Flutterfuck? I don't care. Um, she's what behind? <laughs> she's just all over the place, spewing no, crap, yeah, yeah. basically. 
You know who she is, Matthew. Totally on the line. She's, the, she's the, at, the She just, yeah, oh, the Philistine. Yeah. Do you guys think that the NFL should tell their, like, there's some owners that are telling their players, if you sit, you're cut. I don't care if you're a starter. Yes. So, yeah, you know what? I, yeah, yeah. These exactly. Are, these are private companies. They, the owners they can, can tell what them they whatever yeah. they want to yeah. do. Yeah. And, and why shouldn't, and why don't they stand? You're an American. What, what's so horrible about standing? And because of his belief in relation to BLM. That's his whole thing. In, in With his relation to who? Not relation to BLM. Because of BLM. Because okay. of, you know, cops on black. What does that have to do that with... That was his whole thing for kneeling. But he also went above and beyond by wearing socks that had uh, pigs on it. Cops, you know, saying that. pigs oh, see, and that's, blah, blah, I'm blah. Sorry, that's and wearing those there in practice no. and a bunch of other stuff. But it, it's a tough, you know... Boy, it, it's I don't agree with one thing that, he, that he's done. I don't agree with anything. I believe everybody should. It's a, again, it's a private organ. It's a private. Right, league. exactly. The owner should be able to say yeah. stand up or sit down. And then it's it's the thing of, is mm. it freedom of speech or isn't it? I mean, it, no, well, it is, it's, and it's, he it's can do that. Freedom of speech. He absolutely but can do that. Entity, you, right. You don't have right. Yeah, you don't have freedom of speech in a private. Entity. Yeah, absolutely. But the problem is, is that by us talking it about it, you're keeping. This, you're alive. giving this guy yeah. credence. You're keeping this nonsense alive. Okay, well, forget about him. Let's well, think of the rest. Like, for example, too. the Cleveland Browns. Two-thirds of the team huddled up and yeah. kneeled and ignored the anthem. So it's obviously further than Kaepernick now. It's getting bigger and bigger. So how do you how do you put it this way? How do you settle things down? And then I like what some organizations have done, like Arizona Cardinals, to when they were playing um, Frisco. I think it was Frisco they were playing. They brought out like a flag that covered the whole field, and they, yeah. you know, they did. Oh, nice. like, they went the opposite way yeah, to prove yeah. their point. Yeah, but it's very easy. You vote with your dollars. You don't patronize. You don't patronize right. any of these folks. Yep. Right now, we have more choice than ever. You know, everybody. You were earlier. You were complaining about the mainstream media. I don't listen to Fox. I don't listen to CNN. I don't mm-hmm. listen to MSNBC. I have basically two podcasts. You don't have to. You don't have to be stuck in the in the mire of all this nonsense and, and like Black Lives Matter, all these different people. Don't you know the more I think I think I just think ignore those people, right? Pretty much. I mean, yeah. they're, just they're, ignore they're, every, just they're ignore good. all the hate groups. Period. They're, mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking about that last uh, podcast. You're talking about a very, very, very tiny percentage of the population. Um, whether you know uh, Charlestown. <clears throat> Yeah, Charleston? Oh, it was Charlottesville. Charlottesville in in Virginia. Charlottesville. 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 Yeah, both sides. You're talking about a minuscule percentage yeah. of the population. But the media wants to blow it up like exactly. Well, that's the yeah, problem. You're, you're patronizing those media outlets. Who was telling me? I was I was out talking to one of my boys today, and they're like, I "Yeah, like, I was reading something that he said Antifa might become a terrorist group." They've labeled them. They've classified them. How are they not? But that was in like 2015. Well, look at the way the media works. If you look at it, like I was talking about last time, when that one lady was (laughs) protesting at George Bush's ranch because her son died in the war, they made it, every news organization was there with a camera in her face and made it look like there was 100,000 people there. But when a million people march in Washington for pro-life, they ignore the event. Well, that's just it. Again, we... Like we did, we talked to, uh, the last time we were talking about these um, so-called Nazis, the white supremacists, how many of these, 
They're not. They're what? very irrelevant. Very... How many white supremacists have any of you ever come across? Never. I and it was all it. set up. And I, anyway, and I have traveled, and I, I have been to almost every single state in this country, and I have yeah. never, I have They're yet to meet a white other, supremacist. About other issues? I've never, I mean, this is my personal, you know, my experience. I've never seen a gay person or transgender person harassed that either. either. Well, I don't yeah. think anybody really cares. I think everyone just goes about their own business well, and doesn't really care about Well, that's it. the thing. Most people don't care, yeah. but they well, blow it up. Well, that's the media. The, right. the right. Democrats are using the media, academia, and Hollywood. Those, those are the three biggest megaphones to yeah. deliver information. But despite all that, they are hurting at the box office. The NFL is hurting, and oh, yeah. so is Hollywood. Yeah, the yeah. NFL took it on the chin last so, year. Yeah. So we, a lot of people are not watching those cable stations. They're not. They're on that Which is why yeah. they're they're dying. Yeah. Right. And then the social media entities and outlets and pundits, they're, they are giving a lot of information to other people, and people are getting information anyway, despite these big, large, three mega... But unfortunately, the low-information people are going to remain there. They're going to stay there and think that it's all true. But you, you vote with your dollars. I, I pay for... I, I mentioned this last time, and I don't right. agree with him on everything, but I pay for Glenn Beck. You know? I, he, we... we I, and and what I listened to him anyway. Isn't he like what do you mean? Going, what, what happened? What was that story with him? Like he, I don't know. Nothing happened to him. His his no. network's pretty successful. Um, okay. But like that's what I'm saying is that independent independent critical thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, you can choose to yes. get outside of all of this nonsense. Listen well, to it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like the ticket prices for everything, right? Like how obnoxious everything like. If you want to go to a sporting event or a concert, the prices have gotten like mm-hmm. insane. But you know what? Just don't go. Right. Eventually, I just want to see. I'm very interested to see because wages have not increased at the rate that these. Like it used to be, you can get a ten twenty dollar ticket on the lawn at DTE. Now it's like, yeah. well, look, look at the look at the system the way it's rigged. Live Nation owns StubHub, Clear Channel, and uh, Ticketmaster. Okay. So, for example, StubHub, right? I mean, again, this is what I've been told. So I'm not, if, unless I, you know, you can do your own investigation. StubHub's owned by Ticketmaster. So when the tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, they're completely sold out by 10 o'clock and 10 seconds, which are bought by their own company, StubHub, and then resold uh, at a higher price on their, yeah. own, mm. on their own site. But I'm just saying, at what point, what's the breaking point, right? Yeah. Like these sports, two, three hundred dollars a ticket, five hundred dollars a ticket. Concerts, there's concerts that are up to like three thousand dollars a ticket. If people don't go, the prices will go yeah. down. Yeah, when simple is that. I'm just wondering where's hurting. the breaking point because wages have not increased at the rate no, that these not. tickets have increased. You know? but I've, I was just telling my friends this. I'm sorry to cut you off. Okay. Is I've noticed with me, just in my profession, I have not had a raise in probably like eight years. But everything else is going up. It's going up. Like everything, going insurances. Up. Come on, Bon. I thought you were a baller. Utilities. Everything's going up. Yeah. I wanted to know where, tickets, where you were going with the Kid Rock thing. Oh, sorry. So what do you do guys you think? Do you think? Do you think? I want to know what he was getting at. Do you think that these musicians need to butt out of the business yes. of politics? Like, don't you think, like, Kid Rock would be smarter? If he just said, look, half my crowd is one, half is the other, why don't I just leave it alone? Right. Or even, or the old saying, cheer for your team, don't cheer against the other team. It makes you look better. And, and this way he could avoid Well, Mark, all then what's, what's the difference between that and the church getting involved in politics? 
No, in other there, words, the there is no is, difference. No, hold on, hold on. The church is not cheering. And my point is, you might say vote for Trump because we want him to win. The church might insinuate that, but they're not saying. In other words, don't say vote against that person. Say vote for this person. It makes you look better. Sam, I know what you're saying. Is like, I mean, I like the idea of Kid Rock running. Yeah. Uh, because I like the guy and he's I think there'll be no nonsense. Party, actually but I, right. I prefer him um, present himself in a respectful way so that he can maybe persuade this other or side. Or instead of Didn't saying, saying that side. Jesus was born in 1971. Instead of dissing them. Oh, yeah, when he did his birthday. Yeah, yeah the rock and roll Jesus. But here's the thing. If he wouldn't say... You want more celebrities in him, politics? No, instead of him saying, <laughs> F, instead of him saying F Colin Kaepernick, I'd rather say have him say, God bless America. They show he's more of a No, I think he should stop maybe doing all this celebrity stuff altogether if he's really serious about going for politics. And I think he should present himself in a... In a I'm all for respectful appearance. You have to watch what you say because you ultimately you want to persuade this other side to you know. Well, in Donald Trump, it was he. You we needed a bigger bully. I'm sorry. Oh, you weren't going to win. You weren't going to win unless you someone's a bigger pimp than the pimp that's out there. I'm sorry. That that (laughs) I. You did. I know a lot of people don't like him because of that, but I I feel like that's what got him. That's the only thing that got him to win. You never would have won. None of them. There was no Republican that was going to No. Win. But wait, really? wait, wait. I want to know about Kid Rock. Okay. You, you, what views of his do you like? Like, what, 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 like, how do you put your stock in a guy because he says, God bless America? No. Because you know no. who he is? Actually, because he's a celebrity? I, I, uh, because what have the politicians done for us that are in? Oh, my, my thing is, everybody in right now has done zero for the people. It's all about themselves. Maybe somebody who's already got a, like, um, Trump, or the problem is Trump had a ton of money already. But a guy who's got money, who's uh, – I think a musician has a little different because they generally come from – well, he had money, though. It's hard to say because he had money. His dad owned three car dealerships. So he's not coming from a situation where he didn't have much and became something. Yeah, but what makes you think that he's not like everybody else that is only interested in self-interest? I really and don't that he's, know. And that he's going to really be serious about – Making yeah. this country better. You have to use your. I don't know. And your Honestly, I don't know. Right, because just because, the dice. Just because the, all the all the current politicians are horrible, right. that well, doesn't mean that, that he's that's, good. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Right. People are sick of politicians. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I'm, he has every right to run. That's why Do whatever you want. Like, yeah, everybody. Kind of yeah. Out, though, right. Helen, because yeah. he is not a politician. Right. Sometimes. People are sick of, and that's the only reason Donald Trump won. Yep. Do you think under? Uh, any other circumstance that he would have won? No. I mean, no at, other election are, he would have ever won. Yes. Yeah. People no. are sick no, of just politics. following Obama's presidency. Right. Period. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. People are sick of, of all politicians. Yeah. Because I mean, honestly, I mean, Republican Washington. It doesn't matter. Today, the GOP is proving that they're just part of the same establishment. They're all progressives. Yeah. One 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 side wants ginormous government. The other side wants big, big government. government. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. It's sad. Yeah. So people are just sick of politicians. So when a guy like, but when you ask like with Kid Rock, I think to me, I want to hear patriotism. I want to hear somebody. Yeah, but what difference does it make America, if it's hollow? Pro America. If it's hollow and he has no ideas, well, you, no you plans, no experience. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Just rolling the you dice. Why do people exactly. think Obama was going to be the next coming? They had no idea. Yeah, but they're stupid. He spoke. All You're he did stupid. Is, you just yeah. throw out a bunch of platitudes, well, you hope and change. Ronald you bring Reagan. a guy out he of left field. Dude, Obama was a natural charmer. Yep. 
That's he, all he was. And just, just remember, Hopefully they brought him out of left field. Yeah. That guy yeah. was, they waited. It was the best marketing he campaign puppet, ever. Puppet. They waited and waited and waited. Then they go, everyone keeps thinking mm-hmm. Hillary mm-hmm. and this and that. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, out of the blue, they bring this guy yeah. you know nothing about. No. Put him on every talk show. Say he's the second coming. I got a tingle mm-hmm. up my leg. And people crying and well, falling then plus, feet. Well, then, plus two, he's the the. First black, he's going to be the first black president. Yeah, but Nobel Peace Prize. But yeah, Nobel Peace Prize. Right. So this everybody was born into two sets of parents who were both anti-American activists. I mean, his his past is so shady. I mean, he 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 emulates and he idolizes anti-American activists. No, but question. the thing that is, I mean, there was so amazing, many, so, so much shadiness behind him. The, the How best, did he get elected? When he got the Nobel Peace Prize, I said, "This, this, this is the end of this." He hadn't done nothing, and in the end, he ended up with more wars, ki- killing more people, yeah. doing more things than anybody, and he had the Nobel. But Peace you don't Prize. know it because they don't tell you. But yeah, they but gave Nobel Peace Prize is supposed to be based on some actions that you've yeah. done or on not done, yeah. not based on uh, speculation. No, I mean, the, the mainstream but, media is doing the opposite now with Trump, where they put him on a pedestal, and no matter what they did, they covered it up or glorified yeah. it. And now they're doing exactly the opposite. It's, it's a total mouthful. We have one minute left. Go ahead, Matthew, get in. Oh, I was just going to say, like, Finish. Obama got elected because of white people. White people are still the majority in this country, That's and it's right. basically virtue signaling. White signaling. Virtue White signaling. Exactly. To say, hey, I'm not racist. I think I said the same thing last podcast, but it's true. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. It was great. We had a lot of Thanks fun. Thanks for having us, Omar. Thanks, Omar. Thank you, Omar. Thanks for being here. Bye. Thanks for talking. Yes. By the way, you look like mafia with that haircut, dude. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. I'm bringing back the. You're not sending somebody to break our thumbs after the show, are you? What's that? Sending somebody out to break our thumbs and make us walk the Detroit River with cement <laughs> shoes on, <laughs> and throw you in. <laughs> but don't you think? Do you think it was fraud or some fraud? I talked I totally about that last time. I would totally. 100. That's not. Maybe not no. the first time because Second time. America won on the air. We'll catch you on in two weeks. Bye, folks. Oh my! I thought you. Definitely fraud. Mitt Romney wouldn't get a watch.